Today's episode of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast is brought to you by Hostfully, the market leader in digital guidebooks for short-term rental hosts. With Hostfully, you can create a beautiful online guidebook that you can send to your guests so they have a better experience and you get fewer questions. Sign up now at hostfully.com to get two months for free by using code PAD. That's P-A-D. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to episode number 424 of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today I'm super excited to be talking to Greg Westway. He's the CEO and co-founder of a BNB Booking, a high-end accommodations uh, management company out of Gold Coast, Australia. So, Greg, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Jasper. I'm very excited to be on today. Um, been a big fan for a couple of years since I, I got into this industry, and I don't know, I, you, I found you somehow, and um, you've been a good inspiration, and I've learned so much from so many of the people on the podcast. So, very excited to give back. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. I'm excited too because I know you're uh, you're crushing it in Australia. You just told me uh, you're onboarding a new luxury resort type of property with uh, with a gym and uh, and all sorts of uh, cool stuff. So today we're gonna we're gonna really dive into like what you know what does it mean to build like a a luxury like high end accommodation management company. So obviously, there's differences uh, between what you're doing and uh, people who are uh, renting out you know, different type of units. So I'm excited to get into it, man. But um, let's start with uh, how did you get started on Airbnb? Okay. Yeah, look, um, it, it's a really good story. Um, uh, we had a property manager. This The, the home I'm in right now uh, was our holiday home. And uh, we used to go away six weeks at Christmas every year. And, um, and I said, there must be some way I can get an income off this place because we, it sits in the peak period idle and I've got all these overheads. So I, my whole goal was actually just to pay private school fees. And I was at the bar and met a real estate agent who recommended me to a guy that did short-term rentals. Anyway, we put it with him and he, he did an okay drop guy, job, but he actually made us not enjoy our own home. So we couldn't make it the way we wanted it at all. And then he took a booking under what he would normally do it at. And I had an email and he Long story short, I fell out with him because he took this booking that was well under the normal price that we would get anyway. And I then handed the property to my wife and I said, right, I'm really busy. I'm in sales. You look after the property. And she instantly took it to outperforming this guy by double to three times. And then I did a property development and we didn't sell these four townhouses, which were made for short-term rental, really, because they're close to a hospital, close to the city. And I just knew they'd rent amazing. And and because uh, we were, it was a bad time in the market, I just rented them all. So then I, I left my job, what I was doing, and we had six properties of our own. And I got into short-term rental. So um, never looked back since then and, and loving every minute. 
Yeah, wow, that's impressive that your wife, Holly, that she was able to uh, two to three X what that property manager was doing. So he, he was doing a pretty crappy job then, it sounds like. Look, I, I've just found, and, and, and time after time when I pick up a property, these managers that have been doing it for years are using such old ways of doing it. They, they have a, a, a low rate, a midterm rate, and a high rate, and just have no concept of what the property is worth. And the best example, my, my number one property up at Noosa, which is a beautiful high-end home in an amazing location, over a whole year, just before the pandemic, I took it over July 1. So pretty much right when the pandemic had happened. And he had the year before. I did what he made in one year and one month. Wow. <laughs> it, it was insane. Crazy. That's and, and, for, and for the year, we did five times so on the same property. What did you do different than, than him? What was the main changes that you made? Okay, so we, we went up there with a plan and I'd ordered stuff on Facebook Market on the way. So all I'd done is seen his real estate listing and I went, right, this is what I need. We walked in the door and it was almost unrentable, like literally almost unrentable. The bifolds wouldn't fold. The bedding looked terrible. The styling was terrible. And I said, look, I, r- I rang up the owner who was living in um, Hong Kong And I said, we're going to have to spend 15 to 20K on this and make it beautiful and you're going to love it. And he went, okay, let's do it. So lucky I had an owner that would do that. And we literally went 100 mile an hour, styled it amazingly and re-photographed it. And instantly we took it from, I'll give you an idea. We we cancelled a booking at Christmas, which is peak. And it was a thousand dollar a night booking that I had to take over. And we turned that booking in six hours into a $3,000 a night booking. Wow. Literally in six hours. That was, that was you, you instantly made that investment back. In one booking. In that's, one booking. That's crazy. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, he, he, he couldn't believe it. So it was, a, it was 10 nights and the best 10 nights of the year. And he was arguing over my extra guest fees because I'd taken over a booking that was for five people. And now because I'd changed the accommodation to sleeping 16 and it used to sleep eight he wouldn't he then got another family in and wouldn't pay the extra guest fees and i said look i'm more happy to refund you let me refund you now we'll part company because i don't want you unhappy but that's not the way we operate and you booked a property that only slept eight now you've got 10 people staying so it's a totally different booking and he cancelled i said great fantastic and we rebooked it for three times the value it's funny, I followed up the guy because I felt really bad. And and I said, look, did the previous rental company, which I took over, I said, did they find your accommodation? Oh, no, they can't find it. It's fully booked out. And I went, you let go your accommodation for, and I th- think the extra guest fees were only $50 a person. So we're talking um, $250 a night. So it went from 1000 a night to 1250 not 3,000. I did tell him at the time, I said, I'm, I'm going to rent it for way more than that. But look, I'm happy to honor what our extra guest fee rate is. Yeah. And, and he went back to the agent and the agent had nothing for him. So he didn't have a holiday. So I, I was just gobsmacked. So I guess because you're, you have all these high-end properties, I guess for, for you, there's a lot of investments that you would typically do into these homes to create that really high-end experience, right? What are some of the like the best investments that you can do to turn something into a luxury property? I think the styling. 
is everything. So when you when and and we sell a dream and a photograph. So you've got to have it beautifully styled. The linen and, and the bed's got to look amazing. The photographs on the wall have got to all blend in with the with the styling. And then you've got to be able to accommodate the right number of people. So that home is a good example. It was a 70 square home and only slept eight. So it had dual living and the, the living down the bottom, we turned into another bedroom because it was really just a sort of a void with doors in it. So we, I cha- changed that into a, another bedroom. So we took it from four to five and we took the sleeping up to uh, 16 from eight. So it just made it a whole different price point. But more important than that, we made everything work. You couldn't even open the bifolds of this property. So you'd get in and you go, this beautiful deck overlooking this um, amazing backdrop of uh, Noosa National Park, but you couldn't open the doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just making everything uh, work and style beautifully and photograph beautifully. I mean, the photographs on, of the property were terrible. So you, you, mm-hmm. photographs are everything. We sell yeah. sell photographs. But, you know, with this new property that we just started up and we're just kidding out, look, I got a high-end um, stylist um, interior designer to do it. Unfortunately, she's blown herself up because she blew the budget out. <laughs> so, so when you set up some Airbnbs and, you know, Sean Rokovich talks about setting them up for like 4000 well, this lady was already up to 140000 Wow for this six bedroom home. So it's funny, I bought all the TVs for it. I bought all the gym equipment. Um, so I know what I want. So it has the, you know, like this just has high end everything so that when people get in, they'll go, wow, you know, and they'll leave an amazing review. But yeah, it, I, I felt really bad for this. And look, they just, they've got an amazing home and they wanted to kit it out beautifully, but she just didn't go to budget in terms of what this, the brief was. And, and I get how some people run away with it, but then you, anyway, we'll, we'll end up with a great result with very high end furniture, but yeah, you've got to, you've got to make it style beautifully. Yeah. And it's interesting that you mentioned it because uh, as you know, Eric and I just bought an existing Airbnb business and we had a similar experience and we think there's there's a lot of opportunity as you mentioned you know there's there's beautiful properties there's beautiful homes around the world that are being managed kind of in a very old school way where there's so much potential to upgrade the experience and it's crazy to hear that you were able to triple the price just by you know investing some money into the home and changing the experience changing changing the style of it right these property managers don't take an interest in the property they literally don't. So when we go there, generally we go and stay there and we kit it out while we stay there. And, um, you know, it's like a working bee for a, a weekend or whatever. And we're just on the phone buying stuff, having delivered, going at my car, which I think I need to change, is a is a BMW um, uh, X3 wagon, you know, so it's fairly big. But that thing has been stuffed to the brim so many times with um, when I go to the shops where I can't fit another thing in it, where I'm pushing things through the window to actually put it in my car. And it, the whole back folds down and the whole back, the whole boot's full. So I've got to get one of those, um, you know, like Mercedes vans or something, you know. And, you know, I sort of always never wanted to drive a van, but it's sort of an occupational hazard. And, you know, it, it was good that you told me you get your hands dirty with this new property because, you um, it's it's a great experience building something. It really is. When you see the finished product and you list it, it's very exciting. 
And I always just, we're very um, conscious of, of what the owner will let us spend, but we're very honest with the budget we set. So I don't be unrealistic. And, you know, like when I bought this expensive gym equipment for this Mulaney house, I just said, look, this is what I would love to put in. Are you comfortable with all that? And she went, no, that sounds amazing. Perfect. All right, I'm ordering it now. <laughs> and I just order it all and I just build them. Yeah. So I don't wait for them to pay for it. I just order it and then I build them. You know, obviously you've got to have enough confidence in the person you're taking over that they're going to pay you. But all, all the property owners that I've dealt with have no issue at all. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit more about the about the guest side. Like obviously when you have these high-end properties, the guests that you get, they're paying a really high price. What kind of expectations do these people have when they when they stay at one of those units? Yeah, good question. Okay. So if I've got this amazing property called Burley Hamptons, and it's one of the only properties that I actually go and meet the guests at because it is simply the most amazing property I've ever walked into. And I have been into some amazing properties, but this one, the, the fit out, the level of, of detail is just next level. So I just really like to walk people through. It has all bus, so it's quite complicated to stay there. And, and it's minimum stay price is three and a half thousand a night. So it's normally 5,000 a night. For that type of level of spend, I think meeting someone and showing them through how it works is sort of expected because it's sort of like being the concierge when you walk into a, um, a high-end villa. They will always show you how, where the lights are, the aircon, et cetera, et cetera. So this one's quite complicated. It's the only property I, I meet and greet at just because it's so complicated. And the last thing you want to get there is you can't turn the TV in because it's got an iPad for the TV. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So it, it's not just flick the button and away you go. So I check them in. I also point out, you know, I normally have a bottle of um, French champagne in the fridge. I have a six pack of beers there and I have chocolates on the table just for kids. <laughs> so everyone gets something. So mum's got the champagne, dad's got the beer and the kids have got the chocolates. So, so they instantly walk in and get an amazing experience. Oh, that's just what we wanted. We've only just come from the airport. I, I need a drink, you know, so they can open a champagne or whatever it is. And uh, the next thing I do is uh, midterm cleans. So if it's longer than one week, always got to have a midterm clean. And people, are, people at that level expect it. So the other good thing about checking a guest in is that you've inspected the property yourself. So you can't have that cleaner nightmare or you can't have someone say that the property wasn't cleaned beautifully because they had every opportunity to tell you while they're there. So, and, and at that level, the last thing you want is a cleaning mistake. So, you know, they're the, the makers and breakers of our industry. And, um, uh, you know, that, that, that property is the best example. So when, when, when guests have higher expectations, right? Because you're charging a higher rate. Like how do you make sure that you're still, how are you still getting like consistent five-star reviews? Because, you know, if people are paying that much money, then, you know, the expectations must be, must be pretty high. They are. And um, it's funny, I've got a couple of young bookers that have booked it recently. So young guys, that big high flyers that can afford that sort of money. I get to know them. So I'm almost like their friend. And, you know, that everyone goes, oh, what was that bed you slept on that, you know, that, that bed, what is that? Because it's a Californian king, so it's extra big. So they go, oh, "What? just get me the model and brand, I'm ordering one. 
and you know he left his jacket behind so i i rang him up i said uh, look you've left this beautiful jacket in the wardrobe what where can i ship it to it's sort of personalizing the whole experience um just with a few details it doesn't take much much time but you know going the extra level ringing the housekeeper saying can you look when you change the linen give me the model of, of the bed and getting back to the guy mm-hmm. just simple stuff like that and then they'll leave an amazing review um you know and i always um ring them the day before checkout uh, and just say look just letting you know tomorrow what time's your flight um if you need to stay later i haven't got a booking so no issue at all i can push the cleaner back it's very flexible and it's like, oh, wow, okay, I thought we had to be out by 10. You know, that's great. We don't have a flight till 3, so can we stay there till lunchtime and then get sorted? No problem at all. It just leaves such a better experience. Due to COVID, it's now more important than ever that your guests actually read your house rules and check-in instructions. And there's no better way to deliver that information than by using an online hostfully guidebook. You can build your guidebook in just a few hours and simply include a link to your guidebook in your welcome email. Your guests can access it on desktop, on mobile, and they can even print it out. Now, as a result, you look super professional. Your guests have a better experience as they don't have to read through endless paragraphs of text. Instead, they can go through a nice looking guidebook with lots of visuals. That means fewer questions for you, more time for you to focus on other areas of your hosting business. Sign up now at hostfully.com and use code PAD to get your first two months for free. That's hostfully.com, H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y.com, code PAD, which is P-A-D. How do you find the property owners? Because I know there's a lot of people that want to want to manage luxury properties, but you know, how do you find those those properties and how do you connect with the with those owners? Okay, the great, great question. And there's no one answer to that. There literally isn't. I've started doing SEO on my website with really trying to capture this. And we're really sort of starting to ramp up the social media. But all of my big properties I've really got from referral or word of mouth so that they know that we're doing really well in the business. And generally, my website's my best sales tool. So um, if you jump on the website and you have a look at the properties that www.bnbbooking.com.au the first thing you see is three amazing properties and they're all different and one of the things that I was really struggling with the Legends X was the the guest avatar I really because mine's so broad you know it it literally is but I really singled it out to high-end families as being my guest avatar Mm -hmm. Um, and how do I market to them well I'm lucky that I'm in I know a lot of high-end people that have beautiful homes so the new one we've brought on we've been managing their unit up at noosa and they've now bought two homes at mulaney so like your sort of free wild type thing but much 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 more high end so like um the the first property they bought is 30 acres in rural a beautiful location creek as well and they're knocking the whole thing down and building a purpose-built accommodation for me so they're spending millions on this beautiful accommodation. And then they needed somewhere to stay when they go up there while it's getting built. So they bought down the road, this new six-bedroom one. So I've ended up with two amazing properties. One's, you know, probably 18 months away. 
But the other one's available now, and we've, you know, we, we, we don't take possession of it till the 2nd of November, but we've literally nearly bought everything for it. So it's got TVs, gym, everything, and it all gets delivered on the 3rd. So we're sort of just hitting the ground running. But getting back to your story of how did I find them, another good story is Paddington. This guy I knew had this amazing Noosa property, but he said, oh, look, I'm happy with the agent up there. I've got this property in Brisbane, though, and let's see how you go with that. So we, we've, I took Holly in and she goes, are we really taking this on? <laughs> Walked through the door and it's just the renter had just trashed this place, like literally just run. Beautiful location, um, nicely renovated place, massive backyard. And I got back on the phone. I said, look, we've got to redo this whole place. And we shot the lights out with it. He got uh, on long-term rental, seven hundred a week. Take the agent's fee out, six fifty a week. Um, he probably netted after all expenses only about twenty-five thousand for the year. We netted him ninety-five, so we nearly went forward with that. And he just went right. Okay, you can have my my Noosa, my 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 beautiful Noosa phone. But you know, once again, we walked into that and we went, "Oh my God, nothing works." <laughs> so, um, yeah, just great stories. And then they tell people it, it's it, it's momentum. It literally is. You just you just have to talk to a lot of people. And and it's funny with a high end home, they want to know you. You know, the Rivermead Estate. I knew from cycling years ago. I hadn't seen him for 10 years. I knew he's a very successful property developer. I ran into him at a function at the casino and I just said, I really want to look after your home. I just I just said, I love it. I think it's beautiful. It's very much what we do. And I've looked online and you have no presence other than your website. So I'm going to go into markets that you're not in I said, I'm happy for you to run your own website if you still want to do it, which he did want to do because he had a full-time lady doing it. But she she was just not reaching out to the markets of Airbnb, VRBO. Uh, obviously, you can't put a property like that on booking.com because <laughs> you've got to be able to say no to the guests. But it's funny. You you, you just need to, to talk about it. You need to you know get your website looking amazing, and then you need to get your SEO happening so that you're coming up on searches like luxury accommodation. You have a sales background. So imagine once you're talking to an owner, I imagine it comes pretty natural to you to pitch them the, the management and you know close the sale. But for people who have like no experience with sales, what, what are like the top three things to think about when you're, if, if somebody would talk to an, uh, a property owner to try and manage the home? you need to listen what what they want. So what is it your holiday home that you just want to use occasionally or is it your investment property you want to maximise your return? What do you want out of the property? Because at the end of the day, I want to make you happy and, and align with you what your goals are with this property. And I think that's super important because um, I've picked up properties because agents have no service. They don't get back to them and um, their property gets run down because they don't look after it. So I said, look, The difference that we are is where uh, Holly and I, we're, we're a husband and wife team that treat your property like it's our own. So um, we look after it beautifully. We have it, you know, you're going to be checking into the Sheridan every time you check in. So everything's going to be styled beautifully, all your amenities done, and you're just going to go, wow, 
how good's this? I feel like I'm checking into a hotel. And, and you really just sort of make them feel comfortable with you, I think is the most important thing. You really sell that you're going to look after their investment because this might be their biggest investment they have. And these properties are, the, the Burley Hamptons is a $10 million property. Rivermead is a $25 million property. The new one that we just took on, they paid $3.8 million. That The one at Noosa is $8 million. So these are big numbers. So, you know, some of those owners have a lot of money, but some of them don't. Some of, So that is their number one investment. With people with a lot of money, they want to know that they're going to maximise their return because that's why they've got a lot of money. <laughs> so you're going to talk about maximising returns. And the other style of person that just wants, I've got two doctors and we've got a Noosa apartment, they just want to know it's looked after. And when they check in, it's beautiful and everything's there. That's as simple as it is. They don't care if they get a return. And this is another great story, but I took it over because I managed another unit in the same building. And this unit is a 10 square 60s apartment. The one in the same building, six, six units in the same building just sold for 2.3 million. Good views of Little Cove, the number one spot in Noosa. Very hot right now, real estate. We took it over and this property rented for January, the biggest month of the year, grossed 2800 for the month, 2800 for the month. For that same apartment, so upstairs from it, literally one underneath each other, we grossed 14800 in the same building, two bedroom, one bathroom. So one unit, another unit. And that story just got up, you know, the owners talk and they said, well, we're really happy with Westy. He looks after our home and, and we check in and it's beautiful. And, and she said, oh, my agent won't even ring me back. They don't even ring me. You can't even ring them. They're always too busy. So we're never too busy. So I, I think you've got to be contactable. Number one, you've got to sell yourself and you've got to sell that you're going to look after their home. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about what's happening in Australia. I remember when you were going through Legends X program, Australia was in lockdown, couldn't travel to Australia, but you were still, you were seeing record prices on all of your, your listings, right? So has, is it, is it been, has the lockdown been good for short-term rentals in Australia? The lockdown was amazing for us um, up until uh, July when all of New South Wales went into lockdown. And then shortly after, all of Melbourne went into lockdown, which took out a lot of our high-end book, bookers. They've all wanted to come to Queensland. So now I just lost 80% of my market, literally overnight. And that is just got certainty again now. So, like, we've now opening the borders December 17. So since that was announced two or three nights ago, bookings have gone ballistic. Like, literally, the activity has gone from... Literally, it was up on a up here and then it dropped off a cliff and now it's just gone like this. So now people have certainty because we were doing lots of snap lockdowns. At 10 a.m., they'd call a lockdown for four in the afternoon. There's people's weddings that were on that day. Wow. <laughs> Imagine having a wedding and you're getting married and you can't have the reception. Like, I was just like, wow. And, and I was so happy that I didn't have someone in that situation, you know, in one of my properties, because imagine dealing with that. And we do do weddings. So we, you know, the place at Highfield, we do weddings. So imagine having people having to be in lockdown and not have the guests turn up. Mm -hmm. And they found out on the morning. 
So, yeah, it, it, it has been good and it, it was amazing till June um, because people were, everyone was holidaying in Australia and no one was locked down. So, so that went really well. But when everyone got locked down, it was horrendous. Like literally we, our uh, sales dropped by 80%, like overnight. So we're now coming up by 80%. So that's good. So we're, we're smiling again. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's interesting uh, because a lot of people have postponed their weddings during COVID. So we're, we're getting a lot of, for our, our new business in, in, in the Idlewilds, we're getting a lot of requests for weddings in 2022, even 2023. Because everyone's postponed their, their wedding, right? So I'm, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of weddings as, as well in the next couple of years. What we did for our, all our bookers is we just did travel credits. So we have this backlog of bookings and no one could rebook because they didn't know when it was going to open up. And the other problem was we had the snap lockdowns. Look, Australia will be 80 plus percent vaccinated by December everywhere. So it's just opening up. We've just gone, right, that's enough, enough is enough. It is what it is. And I think international travel is resuming into New South Wales, November 1. So everyone's got certainty again, which is fantastic. So you can rebook. And yeah. weddings was the, the hardest thing because you, how do you just change your wedding day and all your, you know, your friends and then New South Wales gets locked down. So then the family of those people can't come. And, you know, so, yeah, there, there's a huge backlog. And, yeah. To my big advice with for you with your wedding is have a separate listing, a wedding listing, mm-hmm. and it's a totally different price point. With Highfield, we have a price point that starts at fifteen hundred a night, and it goes up to about six and a half thousand, and the wedding sits at two nights for seven and a half thousand for the accommodation. So I find um, having multiple listings really helps with revenue for the owners. So um, this new property, we'll have, I'm setting up another rural property at Brookfield and we're going to have three versions of the listing. So we've got the main house and then you've got the option to have the guest house or you can have the guest house separately, just book that at last minute or open up the calendar only two weeks before. So if we haven't booked the main house, I'll get some booking at a cheaper price point and then I'll have a wedding pricing. So it's all about promoting your listing to a wide range of people and maximizing the returns. So we find the wedding listing purpose built is a great revenue lifter or booster for the owner. Yeah, that's a great one. So now that uh, Australia is opening up, uh, do you have any travel plans? I can't wait to go. We had booked for Bali for two months starting December, but unfortunately Bali hasn't opened up to us. So we've got timeshare there. So I I wanted to do what you did and just, you know, go and hang out somewhere for for a while and um, just to have a break because we've been working flat out literally for 18 months. Like the pandemic's been great for us because we just only could work. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I'm ready for that big break where I can, you know, I can, you know, we've, we've from Legends X, I've got the VAs now. And we're really happy with them. We've skilled them up. I've got a tech guy. I've got a um, a lady who's an ex-Airbnb case manager. So nice. she's very familiar with that system. She's fantastic. And she's got lots of experience. So her name's Maria in the Philippines, and she's been a big help. The VAs have meant that we can sort of not be the hectic host. And the playbook means that I can pass this information on to them. So, you know, my two 
big things I wanted out of Legends X was some type of playbook or systems that are all documented. My systems were all up there. Mm-hmm. In your head. Um, you know, we, we have amazing systems in terms of we had a great PMS in uplisting. We had fantastic pricing support with Price Labs and we had great properties and we we're across multi-channels and we had a great website. So we, we already had all those systems, but I didn't have a playbook. I didn't have VAs to help me. Um, so they were my takeaways from the Legends X. And for anyone who's who's starting out, I think it's a must. So, you know, big plug to you, big must. They must go and join the Legends X and just, it will just get rid of the heartache of finding the right PMS, finding the right cleaning software, finding the right pricing software, and all those things linked together and getting your own website are really the catalyst to moving to the next level. So I just think you can't do it on your own. The the more groups you're part of, the more you learn. And um, we were lucky we started when I jumped on board, I got promoted Nicole and Aaron's B&B professional in Australia. And I just said to my wife, if I get one good idea from them, I'm happy. I only go in it with just one good idea. With, with yours, it was two good ideas. I said, I, I wanted the playbook and I wanted the VAs. And that's it. That's all I wanted out of it. And to be part of a, another community. That was the other thing. As soon as I heard you talk about it on your show, I instantly wanted to jump on board. Like I I, I rang Julie George and, and, and she said, I'm part of it. <laughs> And so, so you know, small world. And and Julie, we met through BNB Professionals. I'd already met her, and she's just the most engaging person. Giving anyone on who who gets her as their mentor is blessed because she is such a great giving person and doesn't hold back on any ideas or or advice. So, and uh, you know, that's I, I was lucky. So I, when I jumped on board, she said I could be a coach, but you can t- reach out to me anytime. So that's why I asked for you to be my coach because <laughs> I I didn't know you personally, and I just watched the show. So I was very keen to to get your spin on different things. Awesome, yeah, I appreciate the uh, the words, and uh, of course, Judy is amazing. Everybody everybody thinks she's amazing, and uh, we're super happy to have her on the team. And uh, yeah, it's great to hear that you got the value out of the out of the program. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to have you on the calls as well. It was uh, getting up early for you, so the, I think the calls were like six a.m. or something for you. Or was five a.m. for us? It was more getting Holly out of bed and um, waking up at four thirty, having a shower, waking up and going right, okay, straight into the course at five a.m. Like get the coffee going and uh, no, it's good. Look, look for us, it worked out well because we have a two-year-old and he comes in at six, so it literally was the golden hour for us. So you know, it was perfect really for me. I had no problem with getting up to learn something about our industry, and I think you can never stop learning. It's a constantly evolving um, business and you just, I constantly watch Airbnb automated on YouTube videos and I pick up something every single time off his video. And, you know, the other day when I was watching it and, you know, this place I have a spa and I've got a TV above the spa, watch YouTube stuff and and he's always, because I watch a lot, he always comes up. And just the full-length mirror, people forget in an apartment or whatever for, for a woman, you know, just, and I went, you know what? It's never been on my checklist. Why is that not on my checklist? My wife's always needed a, a full-length mirror. 
you always just pick up some little detail that will make a big difference to someone. And, and, I, and I just think you just need to immerse yourself in this business and just keep learning and, and open your, yourself up to ideas or, or different trends or what's happening in your market. And you've just got to constantly um, watch what's going on with your listings and your bookings and your pricing. Awesome, man. I love the advice. Just to wrap up this podcast, uh, if people want to travel to Australia and stay at one of those amazing properties that you have, like how can they, how can they find you? Okay, best thing to do is jump on my website, www.bbbooking.com.au, and then give me a call and I'll come up with the right solution for you. So but with the high-end properties, um, often you need to talk to the person. And that's why having your own website is so important because a lot of people find me on Airbnb and then they find me on my website. So it's like my leader into my website. And, you know, these they want to feel, if they're going to pay three to 12,000 a night, they want to know that this property is everything. So mm. they, they often want to talk to people. So please reach out to me. I love to um, say whether the property suits a person and, and what we can do and what activities we can set up. So like um, your, your free while, we have this amazing property at Tyalgum. They has a farm manager that will do clay pigeon shooting, whip cracking shows. He'll do catering, different things like that. So reach out and see what we can do. Awesome. So it's bnbbooking.com.au. Yeah. So just think of, I stole it from Airbnb. So BNB and booking.com. And I took the two biggest brands and I just combined them. And it was just as simple as that. I just thought, okay, that's me. That's awesome. So um, yeah, that, that's how we came up with our brand and, um, and, and it's worked really well. And unfortunately I do get rung a few times. Are you booking.com or are you Airbnb? Because you can actually get my number, whereas you can't get their numbers. You have to delve really deep to find a phone number for those for those people. But with, with mine, you can find the number. So happy for you to ring me. Awesome. We'll put up uh, the links on the show notes on Get Paid for Your Pad. But I would recommend if you are interested in doing luxury rentals, check out Greg's site because uh, it's just worth you know having a look at the properties and the way that he's designed the website is uh, is really good. So check it out, www.bnbbooking.com.au. Awesome, Greg. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It, uh, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully I'll, uh, I'll be able to uh, visit you yourself and, and, and Julie in Australia sometime uh, in t- 2022. Yeah, well, well, Julie's only down the road and we, we had a great catch-up in Burley. So, yeah, we'll look forward to it. I, I've got a great lunch venue to take you to. You'll awesome. love it. I, I heard yeah. all the stories from, from Julie, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks, all good. Thanks this is for the listeners as well. We have another episode coming up, of course, on Friday. So thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. If you have over 30 units, you have an annual revenue of over $2 million, or you operate boutique hotels, then the STR Legend Mastermind is for you. 
you are not alone. We have a group of over 30 high-level entrepreneurs in our mastermind, and we get together on a weekly basis to discuss our biggest challenges and to learn and to grow together. Go to strlegends.com to find out more information and apply for the Legends Mastermind if you think you are a good fit.